Hey everyone, it's Dr. Keys. Welcome to the Keys to Confidence podcast. I'm here with Shauna, my wonderful office manager, and we are excited to chat about all things skin, beauty, health, wellness, and to help unlock your inner confidence. If you have any questions you would like me to answer on future episodes, send us a DM on Instagram at KeysMD Cosmetic Clinic or email us at info at keysmd.ca and I'll try to answer as many as I can on upcoming shows. If you like what you hear, don't forget to share and subscribe so that you never miss another episode and to help us grow. Now let's get started. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning into Keys to Confidence. I'm sitting here with Dr. Keys and we have a special guest joining us today. Her name is Lindsay. Welcome, Lindsay. Hi everyone. Hi guys. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. Thanks for being here. <laughs> we absolutely love every time that you come into the office, your energy, your smile, everything. You just make our day so much better. Your dog. Hi. Yeah. Your dog, we're, for we're sure. A package deal. I love coming in here, you guys. Like, it, this is an event for me every time. So, thank you for creating such a fun place for for me to come. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. So today we are talking about lip filler. We have a lot of patients coming in inquiring about uh, lip filler treatments and wanting lip filler treatments. Doctor Keys, can you expand a little bit more on what lip filler is? Yeah, of course. So lip filler is one of our more common um, procedures that we do here. Um, People come in of all different ages. Uh, We have a a young demographic that comes in quite frequently. Um, And then we also have the older older demographic as well. We start losing volume in our lips um, around 20-ish, 20 to 25. And in between those ages, your lips typically look the best between 15 and 25 years of age, and then you start losing volume. And by the time you're 40, 50, uh, the lips start getting quite thin. So that is why uh, it seems to be a more popular technique uh, around the world, really, is because lips are a sign of youthfulness. And when you lose that, uh, that volume in the lips, um, that's when, when people start coming in. So um, the problem with that is that lip filler can sometimes be done inappropriately or it's been done for a long time. You can start getting migration. And that's kind of where Lindsay's story or um, where Lindsay can, can take over is that she's had, uh, she's had quite a journey and she's going to share that with us and uh, tell us a little bit more about that. So Lindsay, I know that we, like we have talked before just about filler and lip filler in particular. What can you tell us a little bit more about your journey with lip filler. Yeah, no, absolutely. I feel like I'm kind of exhibit A of uh, what not to do when it comes to lip filler. Um, I started getting (laughs) lip filler when I was, uh, oh goodness, 21 years old. I am now almost 35. So I am a seasoned lip filler connoisseur. And there, there comes a point where you, I think, lose sight of how you look. Um, you know, you look in the mirror and we're so accustomed to seeing ourselves every single day that we don't necessarily see the changes. Uh, so we don't see the migration. We don't see the overfill because what we're seeing is becomes our new normal. And so I think, uh, you know, I became a little bit desensitized to the amount of filler, the frequency of my filler, um, maybe even the kind of filler that I was getting put in my lips. And so f- finally, at the age, the ripe old age of uh, 34, again, you know, 15 years or so later, 
I've just, you know, I, I knew that I needed to do something. I needed to change something about my lips because what I was doing was not working. And that's where I just decided let's wipe it all out. Let's get it all out of there and start fresh. And I am so thankful that I did. So what made you decide to like want to dissolve your lips? Was it like anything in particular? Yeah. Well, you know what? I had pondered it for a while and ultimately it was just the shape of my lips. Um, yeah, (laughs) I would start to see videos, you know what videos and selfies of yourself are so telling, um, especially when it's videos that other people have, because when we're looking at, right, when we're looking at our own selfies in our, our camera, we're doing the best angles. We know what to do with our face to make ourselves look better. But then you see it from someone's, you know, unfiltered, not the right light kind of, uh, perspective. And it's like, Oh, Oh goodness. (laughs) That that's going on. eh? So, (laughs) I think the thing with lip filler too, is like, it is easy like to lose sight, but also the migration aspect of it as well. Dr. Please, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, that's something that happens that, that can often happen with time. And if Lindsay's been doing it for, uh, what, 14 years, uh, give or take, yeah. um, you know, that that's going to happen to anyone. It's, it's almost inevitable, but there are definitely different techniques that can, that can make this worse. And there's different, uh, hypotheses, I guess, that, that can make this worse. So, you know, we've all heard of the, the, most of us have heard of the Russian lip technique. Um, you know, that's, that's one that can, it's, it's been talked that it can make it worse. Uh, you're going through the vermilion border, which is the border that, you know, is between the body of the lip, the pink skin and the white skin that's above the lip. So if you're penetrating that, you're putting holes in there, you're leaving these tracks open. And it's been, um, again, hypothesized that, that the filler can actually go through those holes and cause the migration a little bit more. So that's one. Um, you're adding filler into the lips. You're you're adding an area of high pressure, and then above the lips, there's an area of low pressure. So that can potentially be a reason for it. And then there's different products, uh, different products that can play a factor as well. And, and some some cause it more than others. So the more hydrophilic fillers, uh, they tend to cause it a little bit more. Uh, some will just integrate into the skin better than others. So there's less. Uh, a less chance that they're going to migrate. So um, product selection is a big one. So I think it's just important to know who to go to, what, you know, what technique they're using, um, how much experience they have. And then if they're, they're respecting the lip border, because like I said, um, you don't want to, you don't want to violate the lip border basically, because that can just lead to, to issues and more migration in the future. I think it's also important though, to go to someone that you trust and have a rapport with when it comes to your face, because honestly people should have stopped filling my lips. So what is the process of actually dissolving lip filler? We use a a product called hyaluronidase. It's an enzyme that actually dissolves the filler. So, you know, if someone comes in like Lindsay, she comes in and she's like, you know, I think my lips, I've been doing it for too long. They're overfilled. What are my options? And, you know, she asks, you know, can you correct this with more filler or what do I do? Some people just don't know. And she's, she's more educated in this. So it's a little different story, but, um, but yeah, we just, we can inject this, this product and it will dissolve the filler and and it happens quite quickly. Sometimes it's one treatment. Sometimes it can be two or three um, and then once that's dissolved out, you can fill them up again. Um, 
more conservatively and slower, approximately two weeks later. It's kind of the, the standard-ish, two, two to three weeks later. Is there anyone that can't get hyaluronidase? Uh, if you're if you're allergic to bees, bee stings, um, those are those are the patients that you want to stay away from. So that's the only thing. A lot of a lot of times you'll be like, oh yeah, you know, anyone can get filler if there's any issues or you don't like it, we can dissolve it. Um, or if you get a vascular occlusion, and that's where when filler actually gets put placed into the artery and it will cut off the blood supply. Um, you know, you can't reverse that for those patients, or it's 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 much much riskier. So. Um, those are the patients that you, you have to be careful of for sure. Lindsay, I know that you had the hyaluronic, hyaluronidase treatment. Um, how did that feel and how long did you, did it take for you to see results? Yeah. So we ended up because of the, <laughs> the sheer volume of my lips, uh, we had to do, I think about three treatments mm-hmm. of it. And now this was full upper lip lower lip uh, treatments, you can still mm-hmm. use hyaluronidase to dissolve unevenness, little uh, balls, which, you know, that's just a quick, quick poke and, and you're done. Uh, so this, um, it's, it's, it's a little, spi- it's a little spicy. Um, like mm-hmm. it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna <laughs> bite a little bit. It is like a little bit of a bite, but I mean, you know, no pain, no gain, honestly, it's just something that you, he, he injects it, there's a, and then it's gone. Um, and so it, the procedure itself is super quick. Uh, and then I, oh, before I left the parking lot, uh, you'll notice some of the deflating, uh, usually I would say by about day four post treatment, um, you'll notice a substantial difference. And by about a week post, I I would say that it's, you know, for what it's, whatever you had put in, that's what it's going to do. Um, and then, you know, I was, I was coming, uh, yeah, about every two weeks there to, to make sure that we got it all out. I always love talking to you about like your analogy on things, especially with <laughs> pain and like anything that has to do with, um, injections in your face. You're just such a trooper. <laughs> Thanks girl. <laughs> the pain is so quick and done you know, Botox, filler, hyaluronidase, anything. It's just, it's, it's that second of injection and then the pain is gone. And then the results are just so, so worth that little second of pain. <laughs> For sure. And like Dr. Keys, I think we um, timed you the one time of how quick <laughs> you can do <laughs> lip injections. And I always tell patients that are nervous, like it's, it's less than 10 minutes or 10 minutes max. It's super fast. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And everyone's different. I mean, yeah, you could, you, you could definitely, I could push myself for sure. We could do it in like two minutes probably, but, um, <laughs> yeah. but, but I'm, I'm uh, pretty particular at the same time. So yeah, it takes a bit of time. And honestly, like when you did my lips, cause, um, you recently did a tiny bit in my lips, like the pain mm-hmm. for me was like two out of 10. So yeah. it wasn't that bad. Yep. Yeah. With the numbing creams and, and the lidocaine that's in the filler, um, it's, it's usually, usually quite tolerable, but um, yeah, there's a little sting for sure. Let's circle back here. Cause the whole point in this is that if you don't put yourself in my shoes <laughs> and you don't put yourself into having an overdone overfilled lip, you won't even need to go through what I went through. So my, my case was quite dramatic. So I looked, I personally looked very different. Um, but that's, that was the whole point in me doing this, but you know, there is that, that kind of shock value after you've had your lips dissolved and then just know that you may need more than one 
hyaluronidase treatment uh, before you can start refilling again. Yeah, and you didn't really like it, did you? You felt deflated, like you were oh, you were missing something, right? <laughs> I felt like I oh my god, I felt like uh, you know when those uh, like a picture like you know an elderly without dentures, you know? <laughs> oh that's, my god, that's because my lips started to like concave in, right? Instead of being, <laughs> but I mean, of course, I have this like over dramatized you know perception of what I'm going through. So we actually did get a question in from Diana. She is wondering, after you have your lips dissolved with hyaluronidase, do you need to get lip filler again? No, absolutely not. So some people actually find they look better after, or like Lindsay's saying, like their friends or family are saying you look much better. So it's really whatever you want. It's like Botox. You don't have to continue to, someone just asked me that last night. Um, you know, what happens if you stop Botox? Well, you just go back to the way you were before and it's the same with lips. So if we don't dissolve that filler, um, your lips will go back to the way they were before. And if you're happy with that, um, that's, that's what you stick with. Dr. Keith, how can you maintain a natural, like your natural appearance without going like overboard? My general approach is just to go slow, slow and slow and steady. So I would rather put in smaller volumes than, than larger ones. Um, if you put less, less volume in the lips, there's less pressure. There's, there's going to be, should be less chance of migration with that as well. So um, some clinics won't do less than one syringe per, per visit. I'm not like that. I'm not, not here just to, just to make money. So if someone wants a half a syringe, I'll do half a syringe. And honestly, I think, I think doing half a syringe at a, at a time is, is sometimes ideal or maybe even more ideal. Uh, but if someone's doing one or one and a half or, or two syringes, I think that's, that's way too much to do in one treatment. And that kind of goes with anywhere in the face. Um, typically, putting injections down to the bone for the cheeks. I tend to like doing that a little bit better. Um, they talk a lot about the layering technique and, and I do some of that as well. And you have to know where you're injecting, but if you do too much of that over time, you get that when you smile, you get those like little, almost like baseballs on your cheeks that they, they pop out too much. Um, so I try to avoid that. So it might look good right away, but just like the migration of the lips, it can happen in the cheeks too, um, in a different way, of course, but it just starts looking unnatural and, and doesn't look very good. So I think coming in and just doing a little bit, bit here and there is far better than, than applying too much too soon or too quickly. There's also like introductory like treatments as well, like a lip flip. People can try that um, before trying lip filler if they wanted to, just to give a little bit of, I mean, it's different than lip filler because lip filler, you're adding volume but just something that you can try. We offer that as well here. Yeah. The lip flip is great. I mean, that's just, that's done with Botox. It's quite, quite uh, simple. There's less injections, less pain. It doesn't last as long as filler, but it's a great thing. Like you said, if, if you want something to see what your lips might potentially look like with filler, it's, it's going to round out the pink part, the body of the lip a little bit. So if you smile and the lateral borders of your lips kind of disappear, those are the good candidates that, that would be uh, ideal for, for the lip flip. So um, cost less money. You do have to do it a little more frequently, but even, even overall, it's going to be less money. Um, or if you're against filler or you're worried about the complications from filler, this is uh, probably your best alternative. I love a good lip flip. <laughs> um, I know like on TikTok and everything, like there's always new trends. And I mean, there's always different trends with lips anyways. Like you mentioned the Russian lip technique. Um, but now I guess we're going back to more of like the natural appearance. 
There is a TikTok trend like where people use like a cup or something small to like suction your lips. Does that actually work for um for adding volume? I wish. Have you tried it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'll pass. She's, but the, I wish. she's the vacuum on her on her lips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no shame no. to those who have tried it, but I'll yeah. that one. Yeah. Well, anytime you use any vacuum technique, it's it's gonna be temporary. So you see like those butt lifts with vacuums and and sure, it's it's going to look good for a bit. You're you're increasing, you know, you're bringing blood to the area. It's going to look more voluptuous and and larger. But um, so whether it's the butt or the lips or any part of the body, it's it's temporary. It'll just go away. I know this is super crazy, but um, there's a trend going around right now as well of people doing their own injections at home with like mm-hmm. needleless hyaluronic acid i don't know but oh no what are your thoughts on that <laughs> yeah yeah there, there's different ways there there's there's a injecting gun that doesn't use a needle and it'll just like shoot it in there um has not uh done well the, res- the results aren't good you can't be as precise with that so that's uh, that's a no-no and um the other one is yeah people will inject their own lips which is somewhat horrifying to me because of the the, the risk of complication it's just something that that shouldn't be done. Um, if you don't know the anatomy well enough, uh, you don't have the prop, you don't have, have hyaluronidase to reverse um, any complications that could arise. Um, yeah, that's something I would definitely not recommend. We had, I don't know if you remember, we had that one patient who um, was going to her nail salon and she was going to get her nose injected with filler and, and the person from the nail salon was going to do it in her back room for like a super cheap price. And uh, you know, Definitely was not registered or, you know, major uh, red flag. Yeah, was not allowed to be doing injections. And the nose is one, you know, one of the riskiest areas to inject in general. So um, you have to be really, really careful with with what you're doing and who you're allowing to inject your face because, I mean, it's it's you. I mean, people see your face all the time and you you can't be, you know, you just can't let anyone do that. There's some things you just need to leave to a professional. Absolutely. Yes. Anything on your face is included in that. <laughs> For sure. Definitely. Like seeing oh some of the trends and like like you said, like a girl going to her nail salon in the back room, that is a major red flag. I can't <laughs> even imagine. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't need to deal that bad or I'm going to go to a back room and get my nose injected or something. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> So Lindsay, after your hyaluronidase treatments, how are you feeling now? Did you get more lip filler? I have, yes. And let me tell you, it was the best thing I've ever done. I definitely lost touch with uh, what was going on on my, on my face and my lips. And you know, again, I'm a I work in a professional level job. And, you know, I want to be taken seriously. And, you know, part of that is, is bringing a professional image to work every day. And I feel right now with, with what I've done, dissolving and restarting, I feel like I look more natural, more professional, uh, and honestly, more youthful. I think I look younger with a more natural set of lips on my face. And, you know, it honestly, the whole process only took, well, I mean, it took, yeah, about, uh, six weeks to dissolve everything for me again that's unique to my case and then we slowly started putting a half a syringe at a time back in 
And, you know, I've, I've now been a few months with, with not having to do anything. And I'm happy as heck with how I look. As we were saying, when you came in here, like your lips look, look great now. Yeah. And it's, thank not you. it's not something that your eyes are drawn to because it's like, Oh, you see the migration or you see that they're maybe overdone. It's just like, you know, it's, it right. Just, it looks proper. Right? right. Whereas before, like my lips entered the room before Lindsay entered the room. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm an afterthought. So. so Dr. Keyes, if a patient was interested in lip filler or dissolving lip filler, what is the first step that they would have to do? Yeah, I think just getting a hold of us, whether it's through our website or social media, uh, would be the first step and and schedule consultation consultation. Um, we do them free of charge and you know, I can, I can let you know what I think you need or what you don't need and, and go from there. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Keyes. That was great. We really appreciate having Lindsay on our show today. Lindsay, thank you so much for sharing your journey with us and being an amazing patient. Like I said, we love having you come in every time. (gasps) My pleasure. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Always a joy. Thanks, Lindsay. (laughs) I love you both. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. Join us for our next episode of Keys to Confidence. If you have any questions you would like me to answer on future episodes, send us a DM on Instagram at KeysMD Cosmetic Clinic or email us at info at keysmd.ca and I'll try to answer as many as I can on upcoming shows. If you like what you hear, don't forget to share and subscribe so that you never miss another episode and to help us grow. 